in the morning in Mokotov. Um, I'm glad Dr. Restman's on because in this Febrenga that we're going to learn, um, Deb's going to explain the meaning of Pasha's condition and the meaning of this month, the month of month of health. Why is ear the month of health? And uh, how, what's the right approach to medicine and uh, life? Okay, let's go. Uh, we're on Eus we're Yudalad, on, um, on page 1588 in the Sparan of in the Fabrengans, and also in the, in the uh, it's printed also in the Skashas I gave you yesterday. Alright. There are instructions that Hashem gives us in the Shabbos that blesses the month of year every year. In addition, there are special things which are connected to the way every year is set up. And the very first thing we have to look at when we think about the lessons of that particular year, what Hashem wants us to focus on, to, if to think about the statement of the al Rebbe, they have to live with the times. The Torah is called our life, and living with the times means living with the portion of the week, so there's something we need to learn from the fact that Shabbos, that blesses the month of year, is Parshat Kodeshim, although it, uh, this year Shabbos doesn't bless, Parshat Achri bless the month of year, but we are celebrating the first days of year in Parshat Kodeshim, which Chodesh was just on, uh, on Monday, Sunday, Monday, so uh, we're going to see the connection between uh, Parshat Kodeshim and the theme of the month of year. Uh, let's first explain another idea which is connected to the month of Iyar. It says in the, the writings of the Rizal, Iyar is an acronym for the words, I am God who heals you. The name of God begins with the letter Yud. So, I am God who heals you. Yud Kivavke, Aleph, Yud, Reish, stands for Iyar. Now, if you look at the verse, there's only one Yud. I am God who heals you, has one yud, and therefore it's only Aleph Yudresh. But the word Iyar has two yuds. And that's the way it's supposed to be written in halacha and for documents, it has to have two yuds. So how could Iyar be, uh, the acronym of the month of Iyar be, I am God who heals you, God, God your healer, when there's only one yud there? So the answer is like this. It says that the name Yudke Vavke is connected to the name Alav Dal Nun Yud. As the Medrash writes, God told Adam, when Adam was giving names to all creatures, God said, what is my name? So Adam said to God, your name is Yud Kei Why is your name Yud Kei Because you are the master of all your creatures. So that means there's a difference between the way Hashem's name is read and the way Hashem's name is written. As Hashem told Moshe Rabbeinu, this will be my name forever. The word forever also means to conceal. Hashem's name needs to be concealed. Hashem's name is not written in the same way that it is read until Mashiach comes. So we see that these two names are the same concept. They're two halves of one coin. The way the same name of Hashem is written, um, or the way we pronounce nowadays the name of Yud Kevavke is Al Dalun Yud. In fact, that's how Adam translated the name Yud Kevavke. You are the master of all of your creatures. 
So it comes out that the name Yudkei Vavkei does have two Yuds. It has the first letter of Yudkei Vavkei, which is a Yud. And it has the last letter of Al Dal Nun Yud, which is the uh, way you pronounce Yudkei Vavkei. Also, Al Dal Nun Yud, the way we pronounce Hashem's name, also ends with a Yud. And that's why we find in many Chumashim, many Sudurim, when they didn't want to write the name Yudkei Vavkei, instead of writing Yudkei Vavkei, they wrote two Yuds. The first Yud is for the beginning of the name Yudkei Vavkei. And the second Yud is the end of Alavdal Nun Yud, the way Hashem's name is pronounced. One is the beginning of the way Hashem's name is written, and the other Yud is for the way, the last letter of the way Hashem's name is pronounced. So therefore there's a connection between the month of Ir with the acronym of the words, I am God your healer, because the name Yudkei Vavkei also has two Yuds just like the word Ir. So this idea that the month of Iyar is connected with healing, how God heals us, we could see also in the nature of the world. We see in the, how the month of Iyar in nature, we see an expression of, of healing. How so? The month of Iyar is a month in which we see in the world the nature of renewal. The trees are all budding and, and flourishing, and there's a special bracha we say at this time of year. So too regarding animals, and so too regarding man, how much more so regarding man who is uh, the goal of creation, that this is a time which is associated with health, because this is a time when God says, or the energy of the month is associated with Hashem being our healer. That's one of the reasons why we read the Pirkei um, the, the chapters about ethics, starting off with the Shabbos after Pesach, we begin learning about this. Why? Since this is a time which is associated with health and the body, therefore we have to connect the health of the body with the health of the neshama. It shouldn't be that the health of the, of the neshama is in one area and the health of the body is, we departmentalize our lives. Rather, the health of the neshama connects with and unites with the health of the body. That's the theme of the tractate, that we're learning ethics not just acting in a kosher way, but acting acting in a way which exceeds what the law requires, both between us and others and between us and God. The, the ethics of our fathers encourages us how to act in a way that's beyond what the law requires, in a good way, between man and man and between man and God. So why are we focusing on the health of our neshama now? It's because this is a time which is associated with the health of the body. By the way, just fascinating the way the Rebbe says that, because you look in, in, um, in Halacha, it says the opposite, because it's because the time of the body is, is, is renewal of the body, therefore it challenges the soul, and therefore you have to counter that. But, but the Rebbe goes to the essence of it. The Rebbe says it's a time of the renewal of the health of the body, and therefore to connect that with the renewal of the health of the soul, it shouldn't be a fragmentation in ourselves. It's not the... the, 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 the um, just it's it's magical. It it, it it underscores the wholesomeness of Torah. It, it's not that there's 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 a fight in the soul and the body and the opposite. The month of year, the month of renewal, the month of health is a time to also focus on the health of the soul. I know I just think I find that unbelievable. So, when do you need to be healed? So, it's not only in a situation when you're sick and then you get healed. Rather, the verse says, the full reading of the verse that we quoted before, I am God your healer, goes like this. All the diseases that you had in Egypt, I will not give you. And the reason I won't give them to you is because, mm-hmm. why don't I give them to you? Because Hashem says, I am Hashem your healer. 
חיים, חיים, בוא לך אתה נרזין Because Hashem says, I am your healer, therefore He says, I won't give you these diseases. That means that what's the manner in which God heals us, He heals us in a way that we don't get sick in the first place. That's the meaning of healing. It's not only that healing from illness, rather the theme of the month of the year is God's kind of healing, where there is no illness in the first place. Now, God's healing comes down to the world through a doctor. As the Torah says, there is God gives permission to a doctor to heal. Verape, yerape, God grants permission to a doctor to heal. That means God gives permission and a power through that the doctor can serve as a conduit to bring down to the world the healing of God. And so to medicine. Medicine is something that uh, uh, in that is invested the power of Hashem to heal. Like the Rebbe Hashab once said, the Rebbe doesn't quote it here, the Rebbe Hashab once said, I don't believe in the medicine. He believes in, in other words, what, what's behind it. So, just like in uh, God's healing, there are two different ways God can heal a person. There could be a healing of Reifei Chaylon, the first you're sick, and then God heals you. And then there could be another kind of healing where you, that Hashem protects you not to get ill in the first place. So if the doctor is meant to be a conduit for God's healing, that means the doctor also has these two kinds of uh, these two kinds of healing as well. There is the healing the, doc- the doctor gives through medicine, and then there is a healing that the doctor gives that you don't get sick in the first place. Like the, like Maimonides writes about the proper way to take care of your body. The Ramam writes, if you follow what I'm telling you, I can guarantee you that you'll never get sick all your life. That means the doctor. What he does is he tells the guy how to behave in a way that he should not get sick. So, the Ram didn't follow his own advice. One of the things he says about sleep, but he says he couldn't. He couldn't do it. He couldn't do it. So, other things, but that, that was one of the main things. So you're saying we shouldn't listen to, to Doctor Breslin? Okay. Okay. So you make sure. Fine. So. Uh, because I, I, I actually, whatever, I, I, I think that probably, you know, uh, nowadays sugar shouldn't be, be, be poison, but whatever. Anyways, but that's all my opinion. You have to listen to the doctor. Anyway, so the, the virtue of the month of ear is... Sugar is poison? <sighs> yeah, that's what they say. <laughs> okay, let's go on. So what's the value? What's the virtue of the month of ear? Ear stands for I am God who heals you, is that even in the healing that the doctor gives... There is, the, it comes to the garment of the doctor, we have the healing of Hashem. We have the healing in a way that's unique to Hashem, meaning the focus is, the month of Eeyore, is the healing that you're not getting sick in the first place, that God protects you not to get sick. That's the, that's the theme of the kind of healing that comes down to the world, that Hashem protects us not to get sick in the first place. And that's what doctors administer, especially in the month of Eeyore. They have this, this, that's what the month of Eeyore is about. It's about giving the advice in a way that the person doesn't get sick in the first place. So, since the healing of a doctor is with the power of God, therefore a doctor must connect his medicine with God. And there's a couple of points of how a doctor has connected his healing with God. Number one, there's two points everyone makes. The first is, in order to be able to be involved 
in the healing of the person that turns to the doctor and asks for help in an appropriate way, the doctor has to remove from himself all kinds of selfish motives and, uh, and, and uh, I don't know the right word is prejudice, but all kinds of, kinds of um, assumptions based upon his personal character. He shouldn't think about his personal benefit. Rather, he should think solely about the benefit of the person who is, who is um, asking for his help. I just realized something. I always wondered why the Rebbe says to ask a doctor as a friend. And uh, that's, I think that's the answer. That, that only a friend, I'm sure there's more than one, one right answer, but that, 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 that's a correct, the correct way to approach medicine. The Rebbe says is to, to remove from yourself all kinds of, kinds of uh, selfish interests and only focus on the benefit of the other person. So who's better to do that than a friend? So therefore, because a doctor has to do this, he needs to ask God, which is not an easy thing to do, a doctor must ask God that he should have the power to free himself from all kinds of personal self-interests in order that he shouldn't stumble and make a mistake and do something based upon his self-interests in order to be able to do medicine the way he needs to. As the Rebbe says, this is the customary that doctors make this oath. This is, in other words, this is, this is the HIPAA. However, the perfection, the true perfection in this can only be when the whole of, his whole approach to medicine is with a paradigm, the knowledge that he is only fulfilling a mission of God. Through, he's, a mission, he's doing a mission for the real doctor, the true doctor and the healer, healer of all flesh. So a doctor has to divorce himself of all kinds of self-interest. He has to ask God to help him do that and to focus solely on the benefit of the patient. And the doctor, the perfect way of doing that is by the doctor feeling I'm only a messenger of, of the real doctor. This is also the reason why the month of year uh, comes after Passover. In order for healing to be done the appropriate way, you have to first leave Egypt. You have to free yourself from all limitations and boundaries, from all kinds of selfish motives and all kinds of self-interests. You've got to get rid of all of that. You have to leave your own Egypt in order to be able to do medicine the way it's supposed to be. So that's the first point. A doctor has to leave, divorce himself from all kinds of selfish motives and interests, and he has to feel, I'm just a messenger of God. And that's why the month of Ir, the month of healing, is after leaving Egypt. For, to be a doctor the way you need to be, you have to really leave Egypt. I have even more respect for you. Wow, this is amazing. Dr. Bressman, call Kavod. Okay, the second thing. Second thing is, Together, the second point there makes is like this. Together with taking interest in the health of the body, in the simple sense, a doctor must also take interest in healing a person, healing the, healing the patient's soul. Which means the doctor has to pay attention that the person who is coming to him behaves in a way that is just and good. That a person, like, as appropriate for a person who has a healthy soul. And to impact and inspire the person who asks him, asks him for help to, he has to inspire that person to better their behavior. And although the guy asked him to help his body, so you know, it's why, why is he intruding in his life and helping his soul? The guy never asked for that. The reason is because that's how you help the health of the body. It's something that all doctors already admit, acknowledge, and they recognize that the health of the body and the health of the soul go together. A healthy soul in a healthy body. Doctors recognize the value of that statement, healthy soul and a healthy body. And it's something we can see very clearly. For example, when a doctor, Debra says, advises a patient not to eat certain foods, the very first thing he needs to do is to empower this person 
that needs to have a certain diet to overcome his, his desire to eat tasty foods that the doctor forbade him to eat. Because if he doesn't have a healthy soul, he can't do it. If he tells him what he should eat, that is what he shouldn't eat, what's a lot better. Interesting. Interesting. In English, they have a statement the same that says that you resist, persists. Oh, you resist, persists. Interesting. If you think about not eating the chocolate cake, you will continue eating the chocolate cake. Wow. Or you make your life a lot more difficult not eating the chocolate cake. The doctor has to be has to be the psychologist to figure out how to give the message in a way that empowers a person, inspires them, uh, in order that he shouldn't. Um, if he has, he lacks in his health of his soul, he will not be able to overcome the desire. As it says, and the palate enjoys the taste. So if he has the his palate wants the food, he's not going to be able to resist it. It won't. All the doctor's advice won't make a difference. So too, regarding the whole connection between the health of the soul and the health of the body, not only regards to the diet, a doctor must take interest in the health of the soul as well. Doctor, um, what's his name? Uh, Doctor Dower, he said that Rabbi Doctor Rabbi told him, "You're not going to take interest in the soul as well. You're, you're wasting your time." Yeah. Uh, so, so I not say that so so sharply over here, but he says a doctor must take interest in the soul. Why? Because that helps the body. I always wondered about this because, like, like uh, a friend of mine was a professor in university, and I, I saw the letter that he tells me I say inspire his students to act in a better way, and like it's so like uh, against the rules of uh, of the medicine. I said no, it's not against. That, that's what medicine is about. This is you are trying to help these people, and therefore you have to help their souls. That's how you help the body. So we learn from all this is, is as follows: that in regards to healing, which is associated with the month of Eir. There's an emphasis in this month that the physical things in a Jew's life, the natural things in a Jew's life, a Jew must connect them with God. Both regarding the general precept of medicine through a human being, you have to remember all the time that it's connected with God, and also to connect the health of the body with the health of the soul. One more time. What we're saying, all the above comes as follows. Number one, that... Even when you're regarding medicine, you have to focus on the fact that a Jew's health is connected to Hashem, and therefore the doctor must realize and remember, and the patient has to remember, that this is just a vehicle for God's healing. And number two, the doctor who takes care of the person physically must also pay attention to the spiritual health, and I guess that applies to the patient as well. So, of course it applies to the patient. I never wrote wrote many letters. So, uh, this is similar to what we learned before about the tractate Aves being learned the tract of ethics of our fathers being studied specifically after Passover, the month of Eir, that the purpose of studying the tractate of ethics now is to bring holiness, heaven, in matters of this world, in Briyas. That's the theme of learning the tractate of us now, to bring down the Kedusha into the world. So now we can understand the, the connection with the Parsha of the Sri Parsha Sedation. In this Parsha, there's lots of things, but the fundamental thing and the common denominator that carries throughout the whole entire Torah portion as is hinted to by the name of the Torah portion Kedoshim. Kedoshim means to be separate but this separation has to be done in a way of holiness. That means you're separating in a way that you are elevated. Like it says in our prayers, you have chosen us from all nations. 
Jewish people are separated from all nations, we are distinct from all nations, but more, we continue our prayers and we say, you have exalted us over all other tongues, not just separated, but lifted above and beyond. Reimamos, Reimamos is, is a lot more. The, the difference between being separate and between Reimamos is um, precious, separation means you have no connection at all with the world around you. But separating in a way of Kedush, in a way of holiness means you do have a connection with the world around you. You're involved with the world because God didn't create the world for, for the world to remain in a state of chaos. He wanted us to settle in this world. But while you are in the world, you are totally beyond it. And you're, not only are you beyond it, you're able to bring Kedusha to the world. The role of a Jew is not to cut himself away from the world and remain in his own uh, private space and not make a connection with the world around him. Rather, the opposite. The role of a Jew is to give light to the world around him with light of Kedusha. As Maimonides says that Moshe Rabbeinu commanded us in the name of God that we must inspire all people of the world to keep the seven laws of Noach. That means the Jew is not allowed to cut himself away from everyone. He has to make an effort to impact every place he can by speaking, by speaking with pleasant words and peaceful words that everyone in the world should act in a way that is just. So too, regarding inspiring other Jews, to inspire and impact as far as your hand can reach every single, that every single Jew should fulfill all the 613 mitzvahs. And since the Torah says you should love your fellow like yourself, it's understood that you cannot wait until your friend comes over to you and asks you for help. Rather, you have to go, you can't wait till the other guy asks you for help. Rather, you must go by yourself to impact and inspire the other person. And even if the guy tells you, I don't need your help, on the contrary, if he doesn't feel a need, it's a much more, a much a great, he's in a much more sorry state, much more Rachmanis. And therefore, the responsibility that you have to have for someone who says, I don't need your help, is much greater. So too, regarding impacting non-Jews, even when you meet a non-Jew, regarding to, to, to take care of business, you have to use opportunity to in, inspire that non-Jew regarding all of the seven laws of Noah. And even if the guy doesn't ask for it, he doesn't want it, and he says the opposite. And that's the message of Kedoshim to you, Kedoshim too teaches us that a Jew has to act in a way of separation and holiness, that, right, that, that together with him being above the world, complete, together with being involved in the world, he is in a way of reimus, he's way above the world while he's involved with it. Because what's his role? His role is to bring Kedusha to the world. So a Jew may ask, how can I have the power to act in such a way, to be holy, to impact and bring Kedusha to the world? We are the smallest of all nations. So the answer for this is, God says, you should be holy, Hashem says, because I am holy. Since you're going with the power of God, as God says, I am holy, that's why you should be holy. You're connected to me. So it's not a wonder that you're successful to bring Kedusha to the world, even though you're the smallest of all nations, because regarding vis-a-vis the power you're coming with, the power of Hashem, there's no difference between a minority and, and, and the majority. Who cares? You're going with the power of Hashem. And this is a common theme that Parshish Kodeshim has with the idea of healing in the month of Iyar, in both of them, there's an emphasis how a Jew is connected with the world, that, it, that even, a Jew's most, even a Jew's material affairs, even a Jew's health, even our mundane, is connected with godliness and holiness, as we learned earlier. So the bottom line is, what we're learning is, that the month of Iyar and the Parshish Kodeshim are connected because they're both about the theme of our, how our most mundane things in our lives are connected with 
God and holiness and Kedusha, and we're here to bring Kedusha to the world. So therefore, in medicine, it's getting the two points. Number one, that the doctor has to remember, I am only a messenger of God, and he's administering healing, but he feels that this is not him. He's just carrying over the message of Hashem, and he also takes pays attention. When he takes to heal someone physically, he takes pays attention to also hear them spir- heal, heal, heal them spiritually as well. And number two, and that's a message from the month of year, and that's connected to the Pasha Station. Pasha Station is not about just being separate from the world, but it's about being way above the world. And therefore, even when you're involved in it, and you have to be involved in it, you're, you see yourself and you know that you're going with the power of Hashem, and therefore you're able to bring the Kedusha of Hashem into the world, and there's nothing that can stop you because you're going with, Hashem's, going with the power of Hashem, and therefore it doesn't make a difference if you're one person or, or a million. L'chaim, l'chaim. You know, from a pure mechanistic point of view, the modern future of medicine is, is empowering the patients to wear what we call wearable diagnostic uh, devices. The devices that teach you, you eat that brownie, your blood sugar goes up, uh, you, uh, you're aggravated, your heart rate goes up, uh, you're um, overstressed, your sleep uh, quality goes down. Because getting into the motivation of the patient, that's the hardest part of this. The medicine is easy, but correcting the motivation of the patient, that is so difficult. And you're right about being interested. If you're doing it for uh, monetary gains or ego gains, it never works. No. So it's good that you're learning this every day. You, you're, you're carrying. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's why I start off my day this morning. Fantastic. L'chaim, l'chaim. I'll see you later. Bye. One of the things you will see that if people.